this month. We celebrate 90 years of being part of the Riverina. Celebrating 90 years of our station being part of the uh, Riverina community and, of course, 2WG. It started back in 1932. Since then, there have been a lot of people who have shaped the station and shaped its involvement in and around the Riverina. And one of those who was here for a lot of years was Scott Levi, who joins us this morning. G'day, mate. G'day, Lee. Yes, I wasn't there in 1932. (laughs) (laughs) Just afterwards, just afterwards, wasn't it? Yeah, not long afterwards. We we had the best time in Wagga. I've I've raised uh, three children there and had another one when we came to the Central Coast after leaving Wagga. And uh, such a a strong place in my heart for that that Riverina community, mate. It's just wonderful in the southwest slopes and all of my friends in Tumbert and Tumber and and out uh, to Tamora and all around that, that great area. Um, just, I don't know, something about that place. Kevin Sheedy summed it up when he wrote his book and put Wagga as the centre of, of the, the known universe uh, when it comes to sport and culture too. You know, I ran into Darren Coggan the other day uh, putting on a show and there's, if there's a better performer, I, I don't know. So there must be the Murrumbidgee water, mate. I know a lot of people say that, but it's just such a unique and, and excellent community. I found a beautiful photo of you in your very best shirt uh, from uh, from way back in the day. That was back in the uh, back in the eighties or so. And I know that you were still here uh, when I was uh, kicking around town in the early two thousands, as well as as uh, uh, doing the breakfast show back then as well. Yeah, I think about thirteen years. Would that that be right? I was there for about thirteen years, and I I saw that photo you found. It looked like I just escaped from Junie Jail, mate. <laughs> Had the stripes on it. I'm sure it was fashionable in the 80s. (laughs) I'm sure it was. It certainly isn't now, Lee. But, yeah, great, great memories. Just such a great community. I think the thing about Wagga particularly as a town is that people made their own fun and people pulled together. I remember when we needed a cancer treatment centre and and the government wouldn't get it for us. So the committee fired up and, and everyone got together and said, right, we'll we'll raise the money. And they raised $10 million. There was a big barometer in in the main street and it, it kept going up and up and everybody pitched in. And it's just one of those communities where everyone turned out, everyone helped everybody. I hope it's still the same. It certainly was then. And it was a real community. You really could make a difference. Um, one, of the, one of the great things I think was working with Rod Dunlop, who's still uh, the number one uh, card carrying supporter of the Sydney Swans. And uh, with, with his wonderful charity, uh, Country Hope, looking after kids, mm with life-threatening illnesses. And, you know, we used 2WG. I, I don't think uh, the boss was too happy at the time, but we used 2WG to build a house. Uh, we got some land. I remember it was Allo Tallow Brothers, and uh, we got some beautiful land. And then we called in all the tradies from all over the region, and I got a fair few free ads. I think it cost the station a few dollars in revenue. Uh, and the painters and, and the tilers and the roofers and the brickies and uh, the people who laid a slab, the plumbers and the electricians and everybody in the whole region donated their time to build this house. And uh, we got Ray Hadley to come down and auction it off and uh, Better Homes and Gardens did a feature on it on telly. And it raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for, for that charity. And we did it from scratch. I think it was quite extraordinary how the people just pitch in and uh, what a free plug on 2WG or Triple M these days will get you, Lee. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that sticks out for me. I've been doing this a little while now. 
is that like, yeah, you have your, your fun stuff and your giveaways and all of that sort of thing. But those moments where the community really gets involved, they're the ones that really stick with you over the years. Indeed, Lee, and it's a big city now. It's, it's a big, you know, big city, but it hasn't lost that country town feel. You, you don't lose sight of the fact that you can do something positive for that community. And, and when the farmers are going well, when it's raining, you know, they're the most generous people in the world and, and they've been through such hard times. And you've got the, the RAF base and the uni and the army base and, and they really keep a bit of economic stability for the town. It's just such a good town. It's got every opportunity that you want and it's just sort of far enough off the main road or away from... Uh, distraction for people to make their own fun and, and pull together. You know, I, I've had so many good days at, at the Gold Cup and, and all of the other, you know, the, the Lockhart picnic races and all of the other great things, the, the Henty Field days. They love their sport. I think that's one of the great things about the place. You know, the quality of football, whether it's rugby league or Australian rules football, there's no place like it that, that sport intersects like that, that you can, you know, like a Greg Brentnell, you could could have played for North Melbourne or for the uh, the uh, Kangaroos in, in rugby league, and he brought the drop punt to NRL. You know that that cross pollinisation of sport, uh, the people just love it. Whether it's netball or cricket or, or soccer or rugby league, it's it because I think uh, that's what you do. You make your own fun. You you join the community. It's a community that looks after each other. Um, there's there's great camaraderie camaraderie in that area. It just so different in the city, you know, that the city doesn't have that wonderful sense of belonging. You can really do something good there. Uh, from an on-air perspective, can you let us know some of your favourite memories from your time while you were here at 2WG? Oh, geez, we we had some fun. I mean, we did some crazy things. I, I never forget um, when <laughs> we used to do the 60-minute challenge and that was you know, people walking backwards, pushing wheelbarrows. You know, people would just jump in and do this 60-minute challenge. It could be freezing cold. I remember one time we had the, the local hockey kids and they had 60 minutes to sc- score 60 goals. And guess who the mug in goals was, Lee? <laughs> so I'm, I'm padded up in this gear like the, the Michelin man and they are letting fly these good hockey players with full-blooded drives. And I copped it in every, every part of my body. <laughs> I had bruises everywhere. And it made sixty bucks for the for the hockey uh, for the local charity. And uh, another good one was um, I got kidnapped once on air too. They made me walk the plank into the swimming pool. That was that was pretty cold as well. Um, I think they held me hostage. Uh, no one had paid the ransom. I think they wanted me to drown. But uh, oh, we had some great fun. I remember when Lawrence Legend jumped a house. You know, we, we did that. And oh boy, we we had some. There were some characters there. There were some real real characters there. So we had a. Had a lot of fun. I think that sixty-minute challenge was was probably one of the good one and good ones. And I think the rapport with the clients too. You get very close to the people who are business people in, in the town, and um, you know a lot of live ads that that were really fun because you got to know people. It wasn't just you know, plugging a, a product or something. It was actually you know talking about a business and and that you really respected and people that you really. Um, you knew with the lifeblood of the community and employing lots of people. It's uh, you know a place where um, everyone chips in and weighs in together. Um, Scott, any uh, any final words? You've uh, were such a huge part of this station for so many years. Any any final words before we let you go about your your memories, your time around the Riverina or Two WG? Ali, uh, just such generous generous listeners. Um, you know to have 
such loyal listeners to people who who really cared about you and your family um, and and were genuine, you know. And I think that was something that that I understood that people people aren't fake there, you know. People uh, tell tell you what they think, and um, you know, and uh, uh, fair income. And I think um, you know that the essence of, of true Australians you'll find. Uh, in Wagga Wagga and and the Riverina and Southwest Slopes, it it really is a part of the world that I, that I miss very much um, for the people, particularly. Absolutely. Well, Scott, it's an absolute pleasure catching up with you, and uh, may we do so many more times over the course of the journey. You enjoy yourself. Uh, what's on with What's on for you today, mate? I've just just come off the air, so I'm I'm going to uh, take a short break, maybe get a pie or something for, for breakfast, and then back into it. Um, so I do. I do love the radio thing. I don't know why, but it's just it gets in your blood, doesn't it, mate? Oh, 100%. Scott Levi, who, of course, spent many years here as part of 2WG, now with the ABC up on the Central Coast, uh, joining us this morning on Triple M. Scott, thanks for your time. My pleasure, Lee, and happy 90th birthday, mate. You don't look a day over 89.